Coach Corey Wayne. This is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be sexual harassment at work. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who got himself into a heap of trouble at the office. His email is a case study in what not to do when you're trying to ask out or date a woman from work. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, Men should only date women who express enthusiasm and excitement when they extend their invitation for a date. Men should be gracious and chivalrous instead of obnoxious and forceful if women decline their invitations. This is especially true when it comes to the work environment. The reality is in today's corporate culture, if a man is accused of sexual harassment, he almost always will lose even if he did nothing wrong. The lowest risk way to ask a woman out from work is to invite her to join you and other coworkers for drinks, dinner, or social functions after hours. Then you can talk with her in a neutral environment and look for signs of attraction such as her touching you, sitting so close she is bumping into you, playing with her hair, exposing her neck, etc. Before you kiss her, get her number, ask her for a date or invite her to join you elsewhere so the two of you can be alone. Always know your downside risk when it comes to dating or asking out women from work. Never risk more than you are willing or can afford to lose. So let's go through his email. He says, Dear Coach, first off, let me tell you that I'm a big fan of your videos. I have begun applying them to my daily dating life and it's recently triggered a crisis at work where I am being accused of sexual harassment by a coworker. Well, watching the videos is no substitution for reading the book. It sounds like you just showed up recently and you're trying to cherry pick information. That's not the way to go about it. The videos are based on the premise that you know the fundamentals in the book because the videos are designed to help you fine tune and tweak your approach. And that's why I discuss real world situations that men and women find themselves in I have clients on every continent of the globe from every kind of religious and cultural background that currently exists here on planet Earth. This little blue marble that's hurling through the galaxy at thousands of miles an hour. He says, I was hoping that you could give me your opinion of what happened and whether or not this chick is overreacting, which I think she is, or if I did something wrong. Well, the good news is you're open to criticism either way. He says, okay, here's the story. I work with this chick who's a hot, who's this hot, busty redhead with a great ass too. She's new to the company and just started this past Thursday. The moment I saw her, I said to myself, I need to fuck her. Now, let's look at that statement. I need. Anytime you say I need something, it's a statement of lack. Does that sound like a guy who has abundance in his life? It sounds like a guy who has a scarcity mentality. And also, you're focused on getting laid. The idea is to extend an invitation for an amazing woman to join you on. Not, I gotta fuck her. 
when you think like I got a fucker, that tells me you've been spending too much time in some of the dark places of the pickup and seduction community. And the types of things that you learn from those guys can be great for short-term success, which are attainable but not sustainable long-term. The next day, she was wearing a low-cut pink blouse and a skirt that did a great job of showing off her amazing body. Great makeup job. Obviously, she was looking for attention from men in the office. Well, if you ask enough women, they typically will tell you the real reason why they get all dressed up is to get attention from other women. Women are kind of competitive like that. They want to look good. And plus, other women appreciate nails and hair and dress. Oh, where did you get that? That purse is amazing. I love those shoes. Where did you get that? You've ever been, spent time and watch how women interact with one another? You learn a few things. And I knew I had to get my foot in the door first before the other assholes in the office took their shot at her. Well, does that sound like a guy who presupposes he's – why rush? Do you ever hear the old analogy? You've got the, the bull at the top of the hill. And he's there with his, with his son. He's like, hey, dad, let's run down there and get ourselves a female bull. He says – no, son, let's walk down there and get them all. So around lunchtime, I walked over to her and I confidently looked her up and down and showed her that I appreciated her body and then stared into her eyes with my masculine gaze and invited her to have lunch with me at a restaurant across the street. You just sized her up like a piece of meat. Keep in mind, dude, you're in the work environment. You gotta think before you do things. She said that she was busy, so I teased her. Do you really want to start off here with the reputation as the cold fish of the office? The idea is to extend an invitation and only go out, just like I talk about in the book, which doesn't sound like you've read yet because you're trying to cherry pick information from my videos and whoever else you happen to be learning from. The idea is to extend an invitation and only spend your time with women who really want to go out with you, who are really enthusiastic about it. And another thing that you can do in those kinds of situations is you talk, you get to know her, find out what she's into. Remember, it's all about asking questions and getting to know somebody. If she tells you she's into something that you're also into, you could simply say, hey, you know, if you're going down there with your friends this weekend, shoot me a text or give me a call. I'll be out with my buddies and maybe we'll be able to meet up. If she likes you, if she's attracted, she'll say, yeah, let me get your number. And if she's not, she'll just go, yeah, okay. And then she'll never ask for your number. She said, maybe another time, obviously not that interested, to which I replied with a cocky, confident smile, sorry, babe, but I want to take you out to lunch today and I'm not the kind of guy who takes no for an answer. That's definitely not the kind of thing you want to say to a woman at work, especially somebody that just started there, dude. You might be able to get away with something like that outside, but this is where you work. I was being dominant and assertive and it worked. She broke her gaze from me and looked down, a sign of submission, and agreed to accompany me on our first date. 
At the restaurant, we talked and I was humorous and charming, like a confident James Bond type. I went ahead and I ordered cocktails for us both. Drinking on the job, dude? Come on, man. You are a bad influence. You naughty boy. Once the drinks arrived, she said she didn't want to drink alcohol during the day, but since I already ordered them, I just went ahead and drank both. As we ate, I escalated my physical interaction with her. Well, as I teach in my book, the idea is to look for the signs and let – because the whole thing is about creating the conditions so a woman starts to pursue and reach out to you first. And Because as you said earlier in your email, you just want to fuck this girl. That's what you're doing. You're looking at your attraction level and you're ignoring the fact that it doesn't seem to be much reciprocation. She's just kind of going along with things at first. First, I started with a little footsie. She was playing hard to get because she kept moving her foot away. Come on, man. You're totally pursuing her. This is the exact opposite of what I teach. You never have to worry about getting rejected when a woman is pursuing you. And when you follow the fundamentals in the book, you create the conditions for women who have a high level of interest in you to do these things. When I touched her, she kept moving her foot away when I touched her, but I enjoyed the chase. Well, I don't teach to chase women. I've done countless videos on describing why you should do the opposite. But again, you're focused on getting in her pants. Eventually, I got her to give up and soon I was rubbing my foot on hers and up her ankle and a little bit on her gorgeous calves. I got a bit bold maybe because of the drinks and moved to her side of the booth to share a dessert that I ordered for her. I leaned in and whispered sweet romantic comments into her ear and I used it as an excuse at the same time to touch her arm or shoulder. Again, that's not what I teach, dude. She must have liked it because she didn't stop me until I began feeling up her thigh and getting around her panty line. At this point, she playfully pushed me away a bit and so I let left her body language or I left her body alone because I didn't want to push my luck. Well, thank heavens you didn't want to push your luck. And plus we were in public so I understand why she would be shy. The idea is to look and have some sensory acuity of what's going on here. Is she touching you? Is she playing with her hair? Is she sitting too close? You never gave her a chance to do that because you were all over her metaphorically. Hey, you want some dick? I mean everything that you have done up until this point is, hey, want some dick? Without really saying it. I paid the check and we went back to the office. As we were waiting at the crosswalk, I was behind her and I said sensually as I stared at her ass, I have the best view in the whole city right here. No sensory acuity, dude. Come on, man. She turned around and said, I can't believe you just said that. And of course, he's telling himself, I'm doing great. 
She was probably a bit shy because there were other people at the crosswalk too. Notice how he rationalizes everything. But I wasn't embarrassed at all and I just cockily replied, you know you like it. Dude, you're like – you totally crossed over into the bad pickup artist category. In the elevator, we were alone so I knew she wouldn't worry about other people. So I decided it was the perfect time to go in for the kiss. I grabbed her strongly but gently by her upper arms and positioned her right front across from me. You're – I mean everything is pursuing. You're trying to force this whole thing, dude. This is the exact opposite of what I teach in the book. I stared into her eyes and said, I'm going to kiss you now. She didn't say anything. She just stared at me with a shocked and submissive look on her face. So I laid one on her and we locked lips for a good five or six seconds before I finally let her go. The elevator stopped at her door and before she left, she asked me what my name was. So I know that she was clearly interested in me and that it was a good sign that our date went well or so you assume. I thought things went very well and so I decided to drop by at the end of work to ask more pursuing, to ask her out for dinner and hopefully end things at my place to seal the deal. But when I got there, I guess she had already left work for the day. One date per week. That's what the book teaches. The next day, the first thing I did was check in on her, but she wasn't in the office. More pursuing. That's that's creepy, dude. So think about it. She's not there. You show up. Probably their coworkers see that you're showing up. She's probably shared a couple things with some of the other coworkers around her. And then the next day, you show up again. And so if she's telling some of the other people that she works with some of the things that happened, they're like, oh, yeah, he stopped by last night after you were gone. And oh, he also stopped by this morning looking for you. And then they start chirping in her ear. She already feels uncomfortable, obviously. So around 10 a.m., I received an email from HR, Human Resources, saying that I was being accused of sexual harassment by this chick and had to meet with the HR rep later that day. I was so angry and I told that bitch in HR that I must be in Wonderland because everything was so backwards. Now he's the victim. What kind of la-la land is it where it's sexual harassment to take a hot woman out on a date? The girl never told me no or acted like she didn't want me. She turned you down when you asked her out, but you kept persisting. Obviously, she was liking things. Again, another assumption on your part. You weren't at all looking for any signs to see any kind of reciprocation on her part. You were making all these assumptions. Totally full of yourself, dude. Totally arrogant. The only thing I could think of is another coworker must have seen us in the street or in the restaurant and she didn't want to be seen as the office slut. And so she made an excuse that I was harassing her or some bullshit. I'd say more than likely it's probably a combination of things. She sat at her desk and wondered about it. 
And then you showing up at her desk on two separate occasions when she wasn't there. And at the end of the day, like I talked about in the quote, I mean, when you, you, this is just totally inappropriate, dude. The HR rep must have also must also hate men in general because she's been behind getting been behind getting other women to accuse the guys at my company of sexual harassment, and so of course she didn't accept my side of the story. Well, if you told her what you put in this email, come on, man. You should reread this and really think about the things that I've said here and pointed out to you. I've been put on one week of unpaid leave while they do an investigation. I feel like I'm in some bizarro alternate universe. Please, coach, tell me that I'm not insane. I wouldn't I don't know that you're insane or not. I ain't a doctor. But obviously your behavior totally crossed the line. I've pointed that out. You're, again, you're doing the exact opposite. You sound like a guy that spent a lot of time in the pickup and seduction community and you're doing things that the guys in the pickup – some of the really shallow people in the pickup seduction community teach. And this accusation is total bullshit. And if you could possibly write an email or call my HR rep and speak on my behalf, I'd appreciate it too. Well, that's not going to happen, dude. This is your bed. You made it. You're going to have to lie in it. Anyways, thanks for reading this email. I know it was a bit longer than you get usually, but the situation is urgent and I need to give you all the details. Thanks and keep up the good work. Well, at this point, like I said, based on what you've told me, the fact they've already suspended you, I'd say it's probably not looking good for you, dude. And if I were you, I would be Googling Corey Wayne, how to get any job you want, and you might want to think about lining up some other job interviews because in these kinds of situations, even when guys say things and big corporations always err on the side of caution. And unfortunately, in our society, the dude usually loses. That's why behaving like this you can get away with stuff like this in public or out in a nightclub, but you can't do this kind of shit in a work environment, dude. And besides, you're doing the exact opposite of what I teach. But the way you got to look at it, it's a learning experience. When you fuck up in life, when you make mistakes, you will learn from it. And so not only are you going to learn from this and get better, but everybody that's going to watch this video and see it, that's thinking about behaving or acting the way you are, they'll be able to avoid the landmine that you stepped on here. Maybe they just suspend you and reprimand you. Maybe they allow you just to get away with apologizing. But more than likely, I mean, if you think about it from the company's point of view, say they reprimand you and you apologize and everything and then they let you stay. What do you think they're going to be worried about? What if you go and talk to her again? And then she goes and gets an attorney and says, I told him I filed a complaint. He admitted all these things and he still kept working there and he kept harassing me. Then the attorney can say that, that represents her and say, hey, they didn't do anything. They allowed it to continue. They enabled his behavior. They enabled his harassment of her. And that's the way a company is going to be looking at it and think it's just not worth the financial risk. There's been plenty of things that you can – 
Google online and see where people have been in similar situations to you where it costs these big companies a lot of money because they have big insurance policies for things like this and the attorneys go after the deep pockets, especially you know, when you've done things that have obviously crossed the line here. So at the end of the day, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I mean, plus you already sat down with the HR person and probably told her the same exact things that you've written here. And like I said, it, it ain't looking good, dude. And I feel bad for you. But I mean, at the end of the day, you brought this on yourself. And I would highly recommend that you spend time reading the book and getting to know the material that's in there. And who I don't know who you're listening to or who you're following, but you know some of these guys in the seduction community really cross the line sometimes and are really inappropriate. And they're just assholes. You can tell they don't like women. They don't have relationships with women. Now, I'm not talking about all of them, but there's a few of them. They don't, they don't like women and they get themselves into trouble. Like one of them last year got himself into a shitload of trouble where countries were literally saying there's no way you can come visit our country or we won't let you come back to our country because they just treat treat women like fucking meat. They're very demeaning. They talk about them in a demeaning, condescending way. And some of those guys have some serious mommy issues. And their whole validation as a man is how many different women can they hook up with and sleep with in a week. They're not in if you listen to how they talk and how they are, even their friendships, they're very transactional, phony, inauthentic based kind of people. I personally have no interest in hanging out with people like that or associating with people like that. I know there's a lot of them out there and some of them have done pretty well in the business. But, you know, like I said, dude, you got yourself into a hell of a situation and Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You, you might get fired from your job. You get fired from your job, you have to find something else. And like I said, I've got some resources that can help you find another job. Google Corey Wayne how to get any job you want and start that process. If if but if things are okay, if you're able to work things out with HR, I mean, you might also want to go talk to an attorney or somebody that can advise you on this. But like I said, from a, a corporation's point of view, the way they look at these kinds of things, they're going to err on the side of caution because like I said, if they let you stay and then you say something to this girl or it continues because in a lot of these kinds of situations, the guy gets pissed off and then he makes the work environment miserable for the woman and then she ends up quitting and then she goes and gets an attorney and sues the company and the company looks at it, you know, what's the downside risk? They just fire you and that's it. You're, you're gone. So – Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. (laughs) 